genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, a once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about recent comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I'm always here, with our uh, the, the other people on this show, Shavati. Yo. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Heyo. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're gonna we're gonna spoil those for you. But I'll give you timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story today is a combination of two things, X-Lives and X-Deaths of Wolverine by Benjamin Percy, Joshua Cassara, Frank Martin, Federico Vicentini, and Dijo Lima. You got it. A lot of names. So, new format, guys. Yeah, we did we're it. doing it. Oh, wait. We, we, have, we have heard all your complaints that the show was getting too good, and we had to change it. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we nobody complained, but because nobody complained, that made us more worried that people were complaining. So we we changed everything. It was and the, by changing everything, of, exactly. The absence of evidence it. that people were complaining is the evidence that people were complaining. Yeah, so that, we decided that means to. They definitely hate us. We no threw news out the baby in the bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it's. It, it's been a grind putting the show together. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of um, reading comics, uh, as you might imagine. <laughs> you make and, it sound um, like it's a chore. Well, I mean, kind of is. I mean, also yeah, we, we, the the one the one f- piece of feedback we keep getting from just about everybody is, I would love to listen to your show, but I'm not necessarily caught up on comics. So when the entire format of the show is comics that just came out we're never going to pull those people in it's just never going to happen so we're breaking it down a bit so the first part of the show is still going to be last week's comics albeit a very condensed version of that and we're going to give more time to the top story which isn't just a single issue from last week anymore it's going to be something larger than that at this point for today it's this culmination of x-men with x lives and x deaths of wolverine uh we figured it'd be a good big event ending to start on yeah yeah and we're in this way in this way when people are looking for uh you know looking to watch the show or listen to the show they can just pick an episode of uh a story they liked as opposed to just picking a random week where we talk right. about whatever yeah or a story yeah. that you're some... interested in that you don't know about then you know we can help you out yeah. with that. But yeah. yeah we're gonna we're yeah. mostly gonna be focusing on whole story arcs whether that means 10 issues like this or whether it means five issues of something else or maybe like a, br- a natural break in a 12-part series i think our next episode or soon uh, is gonna be like a six of 12 part uh, thing so yeah so it's uh yeah. trying to make it more accessible trying to make it a little bit easier to jump into but also not losing the flavor of what we had before so never you fear <laughs> same uh, yeah, we'll be our still new packaging are still same here. great taste yeah <laughs> we'll still be here not knowing what we're talking about so don't worry <laughs> yeah uh, so how is everybody we've been off for like a month uh, now almost terrible yeah, we picked a great time to come back. But I don't want to bring that energy here, but <laughs> it's been a rough week. Yeah. Sean had a COVID scare, and turns out it's not a COVID scare. It's just a horrible, horrible stomach virus. So that's tight. That's that's my best guess. I'll know for sure tomorrow. <laughs> well, 
in the past, I guess. But yeah, it's been awful. I go out in public once and I come back and I'm sick for a week. Well, yeah, yeah, because dumb. Those damn masks. Uh, they, uh, you know, they were keeping you from all the other illnesses too. It turns out. <laughs> yeah, I had a great time though. It was fun. <laughs> so it's fair. Glad you went outside guess, for the first time in two years. I guess I'm just. I'm just paying for it. Yeah, at least I had fun. So I guess there's that. I have those memories. <laughs> well, the splotchy memories at Yeah, best. yeah, you, you have that brown out to remember it by. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that is a good way to describe what happened to me. It's a wedding. Of course that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and we cleared them out of one of their types of whiskey, so we went to their next type of whiskey. So it was, uh, it was a fun... Yeah, we had a good yeah, time. Yeah, that sounds like a sloppy drunk. I think I'm single-handedly responsible for getting half of that wedding shit-faced. <laughs> like, just straight up, like, can't see the... I, I remember distinctly at one point waiting for an Uber just laying on the floor, and the uh, bartenders I had made friends with, like, is he gonna be fine? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm in a suit, just laying on the floor. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Everything's fine, guys. Don't worry about me. Always yeah, a good a, night when you're in a suit on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's either your funeral or about to be your funeral. <laughs> yeah, or I, someone else's wedding. On the ground? Wedding. It's usually what? someone else's wedding. What like, funerals get, did you go to? Anytime I get horrible, like just absolutely blind drunk, it's usually at someone's wedding. Yeah, that's like the most... Yeah. That's like the most drunk I've ever... Well, I shouldn't say that. It's the I've most actually, acceptable place to get I've never, drunk. I've never not been sober at a wedding. So that's that's going to be fun. Oh, First time invited to a wedding. It's, da- it's dangerous, especially if you're like I was, where I was tendentially a uh, part of the wedding party, but I wasn't in it. So like I was there early, and there was booze everywhere, but I didn't have to do anything. So I just started drinking. Mm. <laughs> but I had to, I had to do shit. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I was like, who is that guy? He's just drunk. Yeah. I'm just there. Someone the needs go. something like last minute. It's like, oh, go get that person. I'm on it. You're the chaos <laughs> wild card. <laughs> yeah, like if they need something, I'm there. If not, I'm just getting everyone drunk. And I succeeded. <laughs> I had a wedding one time in Atlantic City where I needed to be drunk for this wedding. Like it was required. And I couldn't get drunk. Like as hard as I tried, even afterwards, like went out drinking and just just like tried to self-destruct and just wasn't getting drunk. How just is that happening. possible? In Atlantic I have no City, idea. no less. Are they the oxygenated air in the, your in healing the factor casino or something? I don't know, man, but I could not physically get drunk. Casinos are weird. I feel like I can drink forever yeah. in casinos. Well, it's they strange. water it down for sure, but like that's you, part of it. You know that there is a a slushy store in the Tropicana that just sells alcoholic daiquiris and margaritas, right? Like you can just get like a like a See, big like there, a slurpy right? giant size slurpy cup <laughs> of. Yeah, yeah, no, I, it, <laughs> instant way they to have get those, fucked up. You, they have those uh, where you can get those on the street in Vegas. You don't even have to go inside. You can literally order them on the street and keep going. That's great. Awesome. I did. I did wake up <laughs> unable to move the next day. So, that makes oh sense. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lost all sun, all of Sunday. That was a completely wasted day, <laughs> and I had to like get stuff together and get home. It was a. It's not good. I haven't felt great since. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's been a great week, guys. Let's talk about comics. It's been, r- it's been a rough week. That was also part of the reason we took a break, because uh, uh, Adam repainted his office, and Sean had to go to a yeah. wedding. So that's two straight weeks that we're just like, well, we got to stop anyway, so we might as yeah. well take this time to retool our entire Completely shit. change the show around. Yeah, yeah. I, had to ta- I had to take the room that I spend almost all of my time in 
remove everything from it, paint it, and then put everything back. Well, I'm glad you yeah. didn't do it to a room you spend no time in. <laughs> that would have been way easier, honestly. <laughs> Well, because that room probably isn't filled with comic books and action figures and computer yeah, it's, equipment. It, it's probably filled with shit I don't care about. That's why Plus I you never, never go, go in there. there. So it could be rearranged. You just don't know. It's like Schrodinger's room. <laughs> yeah. I do have an unfinished powder room that's pretty much like that. Did you just say As long as I don't look room? at it. Yeah. It's like a half bath. Half bath. The fuck is a powder room? It's a half bath. Are you, are you it's from- just, It's just like, a toilet. <laughs> Nah, that's no powder it's, room's it, not a it, thing. It, it sounds fancy, exact, but there's exactly there's actually no called. walls in there currently, so it's like it's yeah. really not that fancy. Oh, I've there's been no in the walls? powder room. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I refuse to call it a powder room, especially because of how non-fancy it is. Yeah, it's mm. uh, it's basically a mop closet. It keeps a, all this talc. A powder room yeah. has to have complimentary cocaine <laughs> waiting for you, or it's not a powder room. Or it's where you keep all the gunpowder. Ah, yes. Let's <laughs> say you this get is asbestos. Where, is this where I keep my toilet and not my shower? Duh. Come on. It's that old Bugs Bunny joke where he's on a pirate ship and he keeps throwing a match into the powder room, and then they run <laughs> in and it's a, it's a powder room? <laughs> Classic. Anyway. We did it. We did We're back, guys. People so, uh, this first segment of the show, last week's comics. Yeah, y'all want to talk about last week's comics? Who's got one? I got one. Um, So, starting off here with some X-Men, because of course we are an X-Men podcast. Welcome back. Uh, (laughs) Especially (laughs) now with this fucking top story. We're going to start with some Wolverine X-Men, and we're going to end with some Wolverine X-Men. This issue is uh, X-Men Unlimited Latitude, number one, by Jonathan Hickman and Declan Shalvey. Um, So this issue is interesting because it was originally a... um, Mar- what is it called marvel infinity or marvel Inf- infinite like their their online app so it was an exclusive unlimited. to unlimited okay is it unlimited i thought that's okay that's funny um so yeah so it is it was a digital exclusive uh from hickman that uh we all neglected to read because it was digital and that's against my religion um this, <laughs> <laughs> this book is interesting because it's basically just wolverine falling um it's it's him getting a call that um there were three mutants on the sword uh space station that were abducted by aim agents so he has to like pop in fall onto the aim agent ship rescue those mutants and and get them back to krakoa um but like the ship is piloted by like uh ai modok which is really fun um (laughs) (laughs) it's also like if you so the way it was digitally it's just an infinite scroll so most of these panels aren't actually panel breaks it was just like scrolling for like 30 seconds on your computer but now mm-hmm. that it's in a i really want to take this book apart and like cut it up and then p- tape it all together like a scroll that you read <laughs> like you would like, like it was like t- on the road yeah, like it would have been read originally in, in its uh, you know top bo- top to bottom form, um, but it translates pretty well because it's it's just a uh, you know it's kind of like split down the middle for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's just Wolverine getting the shit kicked out of him by AI Modocs and, and AIM agents, and it's <laughs> it's pretty hilarious just how like kicked to shit he gets, and he's just like, all right. <laughs> Like at one point he he talks to an aim agent and like kind of just keeps punching him in the face. He's like, "Where are they?" He's like, "I'm not ta- I'm not talking." Punches him in the face. They're not. I'm not talking. Punches him in the face. And uh, eventually he's like, "There's like three elevator shafts." He's like, 
It's in the middle one. And he just falls down an elevator shaft because he's Wolverine. And turns out he was lying. And that's where, like, the central AI thing is. And he's just like, God, fuck. Just a bunch of crocodiles down there. <laughs> no, it's a giant holographic cloud of Modoc. <laughs> oh, no. And it's, like, all of his, like, central intelligence. So, like... Wolverine just starts slashing, and Modok's like, it'll take you 10,000 years to destroy even a fraction of my- Wait, where's my memory of my first genocide? Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't remember what I was going to do with this. Oh, no. My plans. And he just he's just hacking at data, and finally, he just, like, spits him out, and he's like, he's like, fine, sure, whatever. So he gets to rescue one of the mutants, and it's Nightcrawler, which makes it easy to rescue the next one, because they're already in- like Antarctica. So like they just they bamf over to Antarctica to save um I forget who the second mutant was. Uh, oh it's Chamber. Uh and he's he's pissed. So he just lights up all of the aim agents that are in the room. Like everywhere they turn they just keep encountering just like worse and worse numbers of aim agents. So Chamber just incinerates all of them and Wolverine was in the middle and he's just like, oh shit, I I am so sorry. <laughs> He's just furious. Uh, uh, but they manage to lose one. One of them gets away, and they don't know where they are, and they don't know who it is. And it's um, it's kind of a to-be-continued thing. It's clearly a woman in the in the um, chamber, if you will. Um, but we don't know who it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're yeah they were in the New Zealand base, but now they don't know where they are, and they clearly have like stacks of of multiple like places to house mutants for like genetic experiments and that's modok's whole plan but we don't know exactly what it's for um yeah this book is really cool because there's like a letter from the editor about like yeah this the the old school unlimited books were like all the in-between stories that you don't really have room to tell in the main books and that's kind of what this is again so this is going to be kind of like what giant size x-men was some fill-in stuff yeah exactly some like side quests yeah um, Ooh, so yeah, so fancy. this is this is really good. I liked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of mutants, oh, there you go. Hey, because we're it. also a, a TMNT podcast, right? Of course, sure. So I got uh, Change Mutant Ninja Turtles Annual 2022. That's hard to say. Uh, by uh, Junji Ba and Rhonda Patterson. Yo, this art so this rules. It, the art rules, the the story rules, and Rhonda Patterson's colors, as always, rule. This book is great. So we get like uh, a one off. Again, this is kind of a side quest. We get we get a one off side quest. Um, it's just the four turtles, just the four brothers together it's on a just mission. Four turtles <laughs> for the first time in kind of a while. Uh, and they they're specifically going to the old lair to kind of say goodbye to splinter finally and kind of get closure in that whole thing and on the way there they meet some monster that's like it's this spirit that hangs around graveyards that like feeds off of the mourning of of people who were lost to war but during the mutagen bomb it must have fused with some of the slugs that hang around the cemetery so it became this big slug monster slug monster so yeah they had to fight this thing on their way to to it's a it's a it's a grief golem made out of slugs basically yeah (laughs) it's an Elden ring villain yeah for real but there's the the artwork in this is really great i like how the um the character designs work and like how each character is so well defined um 
It's really good. And there's even a moment where they all go back to the original red bandanas to fight the slug monster, and that was really dope. Really, really good book, this this uh this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I like when they switch over to like the red uh um things that they're almost like casts in shadow. It becomes like yeah. a more yeah. simplified art style. It's yeah, it's really cool. Kicking it old school. Yeah. I like it. But yeah, this was a this was a fun break from the the mutant town stuff. Like the 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 drama and the build up of Mutant Town has been really good, but I've been wanting a story like this for a long time. Yeah, every no- once in a while you just gotta there, punch a slug monster. There's this like heartbreaking scene sure. where they enter like a sewer cave and it like flashes back to Splinter welcoming them home, and then it cuts yeah. to reality and it's like empty. And mm. I was like, oh man, that is brutal. That's such yeah. a good transition. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh I also I want to point out I really love all the onomatopoeia and like the the like word text in this. Like at one point he goes cowabunga, but it's cow and it like yeah, yeah, snakes yeah. into the other panel. Mm. It's really good. Yeah, Mikey got to sneak in a good cowabunga. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's some really good uh uh explicative text, some some slashes and pals and all those fun you know, comic booky things. <laughs> Looks like more like a like a late two thousands Cartoon Network cartoon. That's the vibe I get. Some Samurai Jack action. Yeah, definitely some Samurai Jack vibes for sure. I definitely want more of this art in in Turtles. I hope we get yeah. more. Yeah, this guy's been doing a bunch lately. He did that um anthology Monkey Meat, and he did a book from TKO. Yeah. Did I forget the name of? But yeah, I'm I'm psyched to see this guy's art popping around more. <laughs> it's neat. It's very good. It's perfect for Turtles. I loved it. Well, no, no mutants here, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry, no mutants. All out. <laughs> <laughs> We're all out of them. Oops, no mutants. Uh, this is, <clears throat> oops, no mutants. Uh, sorry, just Batman. Uh, just Shadow assassins. War. Just, just all of them. All of the assassins. <laughs> uh, Shadow War Alpha by Josh Williamson, Victor Bogdanovich, Mike Spicer, and Daniel Henriques. This is kind of the culmination of Williamson's all that short Batman run. Um, still good, but he's getting a little event before, I think, um, before Zdarsky takes over. Um, and they kind of have been talking about this a lot in a lot of the Batman stuff going on with really just Rachel Ghoul like, trying to, like, his figure out what's going on. If something's up with him, like, something's up with the Lazarus pits they've been talking about, like, something's corrupt with them, and it seems like, like, they're just not working, or, like, he's reached He's maxed out on how much he can use his Lazarus bits. So it seems like he's actually dying now. I love that the this book is like Razar Ghoul unveils his ultimate plan, turning himself into the cops. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. Because I think to me, I, I, I think it feels like cause he's cause he's dying. It's like, why not try something else? Like that's what it feels like to me, but I could be wrong. I mean that's um, that's yeah, definitely what he the the vibe that he's putting off is that, but everyone else, exactly. especially the cops, are like, okay, what what is this fucker up well, to? Well, because it's yeah. him and Talia, so everyone's like, what the fuck are those two up to? Watch them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this issue comes out swinging, so he has like a big press conference, like, hey, I've been trying to take over the world. I thought I was the savior. I thought I had to do everything, and he gets shot in the fake fucking face. Yup. By Bam. by like. OG like uh Wolfman, Terminator uh, 
Deathstroke. <laughs> OG yeah. Deathstroke. Yeah. As Damien watches, of course, because, you know, he's a Bat member, so that he has to does... watch one of his family get shot in the face. Yeah, that kid doesn't have enough trauma. He just needs to watch both of his grandfathers die in front of his face Which, in, like, a like two-month period or however long it's been. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> one of the, there's, like, there's a fucking brutal moment in here where basically... Bruce goes after Deathstroke, and Deathstroke's like, "Look, you can either say go, take me out, or you can make sure that you know he's got a body to go back to." He throws a bomb. He ends up going out and saving Damien, and Ray's Ghul's body gets torched. And Damien says that exact thing. It's like, like basically, fuck you. I just had to watch. You could have saved them. There was always a choice. Like, but I had to save you because you're my son, obviously. Also, Bruce, like, Bruce gets real fucking down and dirty. That's what I was about to say. Oh, yeah, because like, yeah, God. he's like, look, he's like, look, I lost both my grandfathers because of you. And then Bruce hits him with a, well, if I was the one there, one of them would have said Alfred wouldn't have died. It's like, fuck, yo, low blow, bro. <laughs> seriously, this is your child, man. Also, I love the first time that he runs into Damien. Oracle's in his in- ear, going like, "Can you hug your damn son? Can you <laughs> hug your he- damn?" <laughs> Damn and then it. he drops that shit. Yeah. Could like, you that's be a the dad opposite for like of a hug. Second? That's yeah. the opposite. <laughs> yeah. You ripped his fucking heart out. Yeah. Um, you said the so most then, painful thing you, you could possibly say in that yeah. moment. So now we have Damien going on a fucking warpath to avenge his grandfather, who he's recently in the Robin series got really close with, which was kind of nice to see. Um, and Talia going on a warpath. Talia literally enlisting every murderer in the dc universe to go kill deathstroke i really enjoyed the uh like uh roz is like okay talia we're gonna turn ourselves in just trust me (laughs) i have a plan and she's like okay i sure and then he dies and she's like i don't know what he was gonna do i'm gonna fucking murder everyone involved with deathstroke i don't care anymore (laughs) we're gonna throw that plan out the window and i'm just gonna it's war now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so we go to Deathstroke Inc., uh, which has been ongoing, and we see Deathstroke um, was training with Ravager, and then they see the news, and he's like, um, I haven't worn that costume in a long time. That's definitely not me. Mm. <laughs> Something's up, and then all of the assassins come breaking down his door, so we got a lot of action to start Also, this he was event. training with Respawn, get it right? Uh, I thought his kid was Record-breaking Ravager. Respawn? <laughs> Oh, Respawn. Sorry. Ravager's the other one, right? Yeah, Ravager's his daughter. Yeah. Okay. I was close. <laughs> uh, no. Well, he was in the tournament. Um, so yeah. I don't know if this is actually yeah. his son. They may have revealed it in Deathstroke, Inc. I, I fell behind on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind book. on that series. And he does say, how dare you question me in front of my son? And he's yeah, dressed so it, like it Respawn. It is his son, so. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. his son. And they and do call him uh respawn yeah that's my bad i thought it was ravenger but (laughs) either way we got a whole uh the entirety of the uh dc underground going to kill deathstroke because someone set him up so you know this will be a fun this could be a big fun go out with a bang event for williamson so i'm looking forward to it hell yeah all right um now for something completely different um i have a second (laughs) pick it's a new burn number five by chip zadarsky and jacob phillips Oh, this fucking book. book. This fucking book's so good. Um, It starts out with Newburn (laughs) in prison, and it seems like his luck has run out, and he's he's a sitting duck in there because if he's in prison, none of the 
gangs have his back. He's he's worthless to them, right? And there's a lot of people that are in prison that probably oh, because of him. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Um, point of fact, he immediately he gets saddled up with uh, this this dude named Sal. He's he's like inmates uh, or bunk buddies with Sal. Um, bunk buddy, bunk buddies. Um, and then like the next day, he's like out on in the um, the recreation area, just like lifting weights, and he's immediately like targeted by by a gang, and uh, like he starts to like whoop his ass, and he's like, oh well, you know, like. So yeah, so it's like this dude named Luis, uh, who's who's pissed off. He's just like, well, could have been worse, Luis. You, I could have told the triad, or I could have told the Manny here how he let you go down, or because he was fucking Gloria. So it's like, oh, like so he just sticks <laughs> oh, these two dice on each other yeah. because he's got he the inside. He's got the tea behind yeah, all the. Yeah, he's just spilling fucking... all the tea, spilling <laughs> yeah. all that prison tea. Well, yeah. that's all he's got to stay yeah. fucking alive in there. So Luis and Manny just start taking each other out instead of, and he just gets to walk away. So yeah, knowledge yeah. is power, and he's like about to run out of it because at some point, all the knowledge he yeah, had he's on not the outside have new is new intel. Yeah, he doesn't have new intel. Yeah. So he kind of confides in Sal, uh, and and Sal's just like, "Yo, like, like, what is wrong? Like, don't you have diplomatic immunity?" And they, they kind of end up, like, you know, like, talking, confiding in each other a little bit. And yeah. another person comes for Newburn, and this time he's not as easily going to be able to get out of it. And gets his fucking ass whooped. And Sal steps in and says, like, I'm calling in one of my favors. Back the fuck up. He's like, oh, yeah. shit. Okay. So then we get a, a conversation in their bunk uh, about, like, how that happened. And it's like, oh, well... Uh, those guys are in the Black Council. Uh, they don't fuck around, and uh, Which, like, I've got yeah, credit with them dope. because of the things that I know. Because knowledge is power, and turns out he's the he's R- Salvatore Russo is the I don't know what that is to the Albano family. C- c- cap capo regime. Capo, yeah, anyway, yeah, it's a hard word. It's Let's an Italian it word, probably. Let's but um, but uh, oh, it's just a re- it's- just a ranking member in, yeah. uh, in basically he's yeah he's one of the top dogs in the um albano a captain fa- or a family sergeant. Yeah. and uh as newburn is in there for the murder of sandro albano so he thought that being put with them was like punishment it's like oh shit you're putting me in with a yeah, guy i thought you were gonna like kill a- me yeah exactly and uh yeah no so but sal's like okay no i love my family but they abandoned me here uh, the only reason that the council guys didn't kill me is because I've been telling them drop locations for the Albano family, and that's that's what's kept me alive. And it's like, oh well, you know, one of those locations got somebody killed, but you know, Sandra Albano got killed by the Black Council, and he's just hmm. like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> so Sal realizes really fucking fast that that Newburn is in there to figure out who was giving the drops to the the black councils and he just figured it out because sal squealed on himself so can we talk about how awesome of a name the black council is <laughs> fucking it's amazing that's fucking awesome <laughs> that is a dope fucking gang name like uh, that is awesome <laughs> so fucking good so yeah so then we get to emily's journal and it turns out the whole thing was a newburn plan to get himself arrested um so he's like He's almost positive he know who who the leak was, but he knew that almost positive isn't enough for a fucking crime family. Um, so his big big plan was to use connections to the DA's office to make the murder case go quickly. But the big risk is that 
they would double cross us and not accept and my freshly there. uncovered evidence exonerating him. Um, and yeah. then evidently he had a plan B and he told her that he had a plan B, but she wouldn't tell him or he wouldn't tell her. And when she asked, he just smiled. So she's like, he, I don't know if I'll ever know what plan B plan. was. He didn't know plan B. <laughs> uh, or his plan B was just to kill his way out. I don't really know. Yeah, um, I don't know. But I have a feeling he would have just been in prison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he manages to get out. Uh, massive gang war has exploded. Um, and yeah, that's the end of that book. It fucking rules. I just love that he just, he gambled and put himself in prison to catch a guy. It's just, Jesus Christ. He's good at his job, man. He's damn good. He's willing to take the risks, but that's a, when I first started the issue, I was like, something's up here. There's no way he got, <laughs> there's no way he got fucking caught. And I'm like, I'm kind of glad my hunch was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm yeah. like, it just like felt so out of character, like this early on for him to get caught. Because we're still yeah. like learning how, like, you know, I thought that he, I figured that he had gotten, I figured he'd gotten, um, framed and that he was going to uh, exonerate himself with the info on the inside. But no, he yeah. put himself in prison for yeah. funsies. Yeah, I figured something was fucky. I was, yeah, right. Because yeah. <laughs> I could easily see, especially because we just came off the issue with the cops, like him getting framed would have made perfect sense. Yeah. Well, speaking right. of the Quiet Council, <laughs> my pick is Immortal X Men number one by Karen Gillan, Lucas Wernick, and David Carriol. The highly anticipated next big X Men book uh, and the highly anticipated return of Karen Gillan to the. X-Men franchise. And the highly anticipated return of Kieran Gillen doing Sassy Sinister. Sassy Sinister. It's pretty much the the archetype of Sassy Sinister. Shouldn't the book just be called that at this point? (laughs) Sinister Secrets. Yeah. That's uh, one of the one of my favorite things about the issue actually, which I wasn't expecting is that the whole book is kind of narrated and centered around Sinister's, Sinister's point of view, which is genius. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I didn't expect it, and yeah, I really should have. Like, it's so <clears throat> fucking perfect. So we uh, get lots of politics. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this book is essentially just Magneto's quitting the Quiet Council, and who is going to take his place? Yeah. And Sinister thinks he knows a lot more than he does sometimes, and a lot more than other people know. Um, yeah, he definitely knows a lot of shit, but he also doesn't know everything. Yeah. There, so, like, uh, there's lots of pages in this book that are uh, him narrating in his mind as he's in the Quiet Council, like, observing events. And uh, my favorite is, like, when he's observing Destiny, who we now know that they have a long relationship um, together through, like, just both being really, really old, that <laughs> they've come, they've crossed paths, like, multiple times. And um, so he knows that there's a game that Destiny is playing that no one else does. And he is trying to kind of uh, manipulate events his way. And there's moments where he's like watching Destiny and she'll do something different than he expected. And he's like, shit, wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the whole like act surprised. You gotta act surprised. Oh shit, she's looking. Oh shit, Destiny's looking right at me. What? (laughs) <laughs> like, and he's like, wait, what? did I overdo it? Was that too much? Was, that too I, much? was I that too was surprised? Too I do want to shout out his dope cat and turtle. We get a couple sneak peeks. He, he has a Cyclops a- cat. And, a, yeah. and, a, cat and, just a, and just a big ass turtle just chilling. With, with like, his gem. Like, yeah. 
They just appear then, to be best friends. I just, I don't know. I love uh, that they kept popping oh. up. <laughs> he also has what we learn at the end, which is like 15 Moiras. And I'm yeah, like, that, that's not good. That, nope. put a, that put a hell of a spin on this particular book. Cause I was like, cause like, as they're talking through it, I was like, what is he getting? I'm like, uh, yeah, I, oh, I love how he's oh, like, he's okay. like, yeah, Mo- Moira had a lot of plans, but uh, she was a bad scientist because she was stupid to think that only 10 was a proper data set. And then that's when we yeah. see like a bunch well, of Moiras. It seems like and- he's oh figured God. out that he has a bunch of Moiras and he's figured out a way to reset the timeline when he gets it wrong. But he's also learning by like re-downloading himself. Yeah. That seems well, to be his thought process. I don't know if it's working I'm, yet, but he's going to try. I'm assuming that these I'm assuming these Moiras are more powered than the current one. Yes. Um yeah. And so he has what like just like god mode enabled in Minecraft? Like he just can, can control anything he wants. Oh, well, yeah, cuz he keeps uploading I, each Moira clone with like the memories that he wants and then the second it doesn't yeah. go the way he wants, he kills yeah. them. And I, I, so I guess she's just going through scenarios in her brain. Like I don't well, know. And then he's learning things, so he's downloading it to his clone and then resetting the fucking timeline oh, somehow. Weird. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what the that that's kind of how because, I understood it. Because he's going through um uh like he's going through like stuff in his like math in his head and yeah. he was like getting it wrong because he like like something was off. Right. I also about- love that his immediate his immediate reaction the second that it goes ro- a little bit wrong for him and he predicts what Selena's over. No, he takes a fucking shotgun and is about to blast the clones. It's like you could have just like drained the goop. Like you don't have to be so dramatic. But yeah, he, he doesn't have a big oh, red so abort dramatic. button. I like how he talks uh, about how he has a gun that shoots Cyclops eyes. <laughs> but, and that's what the like, cat not, is eating. Not, Cy- not Cyclops, but like Scott Summers' eyes, <laughs> which guess, versions of his eyeballs, which I guess would shoot lasers yeah if they're well not it would covered. shoot lasers in one direction so if it's coming out of but the barrel of the gun it's spinning that's <laughs> yeah. terrifying yeah. that's gonna kill whoever's holding the gun yeah that's gonna be that's gotta be very uh that's not good yeah it's not yeah. good for anybody it's Sorry. like this a book, nuke you like you have a lot of it, but you don't use in it this book for this yeah. shit this book is genius it is there's a lot of I great stuff i don't even i don't know how to like properly describe it but it's like just uh a simple concept of kind of i don't i guess uh a few days in the life of the quiet council trying to pick a new member for magneto but then it is all just framed through sinister and it is like huge uh plot uh setting up for future storylines at the same time being really like narrow scope and hilarious at the same time like it is just all cylinders uh i mean gillen is a genius and i've i love the fact that he came back to x-men because his uncanny run is one of my absolute favorites so it's I'm also really excited for this book yeah, there's a it's lot also um, a great jumping on point because we also like it's like a if you ha- yep. if you're behind on all the x-men stuff Catches you can a lot there, yeah you can jump back in here and be like oh here's what's going on with the most important thing which is the quiet council and then like previously a, on x-men it is a yeah. jumping on point to the uh, to the extent that there's a literal data page that is uh, a sequence of events that happened up until now, color-coded, so you know who knows what. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's that cool. 
I kind of want to rip that page out and pin it to the wall. Exactly. Pin that one to your crazy board, you know? Yeah. We also totally uh, skipped over that they pick Hope as the replacement because she feels like the five are underrepresented and they think think that they're being used by... (laughs) Hope walked in, dropped her dick on the table and said, pick me. (laughs) I'm on the council now. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, you you literally have no choice. She did collective bargaining for the fucking, for the five. So it's like, what are you going to do? Not meet our demands? Uh, I mean... we're, We're the most important people here, right? Yeah. We're the only we need, we need a Summers at no, the not, table, not at I all. think, and we might as well have the best one. So. I did like, I don't and the know, one that remember. makes sure that you're all immortal. That's you I know, didn't remember her different. name, but I did love the pitch of the woman <laughs> right before Hope. Celine, I, she had a good pitch, man. I don't know. <laughs> Celine, <laughs> picking up what she was putting down. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I love Celine. I'm so excited that he's like setting her up for uh, story arc to just be the villain so good because i kind of like oh, the yeah. idea it's like yeah you had apocalypse but like none of y'all know how magic works and that's gonna be a fucking problem for you yeah <laughs> very <laughs> soon especially when you don't pick me for the council yeah also right, now it's a right, problem right. immediately <laughs> yeah right. also in this book we get introduced to my favorite mutant of all time jesus talking yes. about jesus <laughs> i i picked that up too that you, that he <laughs> okay <laughs> exodus that- re- refers to jesus as the nazarene mutant Yes. Oh, okay. I did pick up on that. <laughs> that was a have, have y'all odd heard one. about my favorite mutant? Jesus. Did Karen Gillan just make Jesus a chair mutant? around? Is that, is that what just happened? Backwards? Canonically, first appearance of Jesus as a mutant. <laughs> That's fucking great. Is that? Uh, uh, there was a couple pieces I got a little confused here, but that could just be my haze of sickness. But still, a great book. I so okay. I was reading the first page of this. And the first page is a riff on Hoxpox with um, Xavier and, and Moira, but it's Sinister and Destiny on a bench. And he's like humming this tune. And um, I, they start talking about the, the tune he's humming. And they later explain it in the, on the page. But I got so curious before that happened that I literally stopped reading this and looked up the thing in on uh, google before they actually got to the explanation and i like lost my freaking mind <laughs> because i didn't realize they, they would end up explaining it but like he's talking about how uh, uh destiny doesn't like the song he's singing and sinister is like well you don't like the uh this i uh you know i was there when he first composed it. and she's like i was there too it's like oh you were the woman having a fit and uh so it's this guy named uh what is it uh Edward Elgar uh and he composed these enigmas that are 14 variations long and the ninth variation is named Nimrod Yo. and I lost my shit. <laughs> yeah. they, they don't talk about him until he mentions Mr. Elgar but I looked up uh ninth variation and then the the concert hall that they played it and it just said like Nimrod, and I was like, "This is the most genius thing I've ever seen." <laughs> yeah, how? Where did he pull that shit from? You know, that's what I mean? wild, like, man. That's some such so obscure, but and of course so you would brilliant. freak out to something called the Nimrod because she's a precog, like right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's also, genius. Like, you know, it really calls back to like you know when I was a kid, I was like, "Why is this dude named Nimrod? That's so dumb. It's an insult because you know the Looney Tunes." But Nimrod yeah. literally is the hunter. 
in mm-hmm. the bib- it's, biblical it, context. It's fascinating right, right. because that comes from an episode of Looney Tunes where um, Bugs Bunny calls Elmer Fudd sarcastically Nimrod. Yeah. And but- then that just got like, oh, that must just be some sort of other word for idiot. But it's like, it, there's some Looney Tunes jokes that are way deeper than we give them credit for. Yeah, they're for. way smarter than it's like the like the jokes that were they weren't for you, they were yeah. for your parents. Did they kind and of those parents that? are but, long dead, so now yeah. it's just translated to us being idiots and getting the jokes wrong. Yeah, also you need like deep biblical knowledge plus like the context to understand all like there's a lot you need to understand That's that. That's a very heavily weighted joke that yeah. like yeah. Uh, All that's right. great though. What a deep cut by Gillen. <laughs> yeah, fucking, in there. yeah. fucking incredible. Awesome. This book this book is great. Um, yeah, except we're gonna probably talk about it. We'll probably talk about the first arc of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. we absolutely, absolutely. will. Absolutely. Yeah. That's already scheduled. Stay stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely do a deep dive later on. But speaking yeah, of deep for- dives, uh let's do a top story. Yes, it's time for the top story. Okay. Oh, yeah. Which one? <laughs> All of them. Well, it's right. we're just smashing the two together. So this I'm is just, yeah. X lives of Wolverine plus X deaths of Wolverine. X's um, of Wolverine's lives. Yes, sir. it is. It is ten. Uh, to Not be fair, X. but but also yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. So I figure we could kind of break this down uh, half and half. So it was meant to be read alternating. So lives, deaths, lives, deaths, lives, deaths. Um. But I feel I like you could do could... that pretty much until the end. You could read, you could pretty much read lives and then deaths, and you're good. But the way that it culminates at the end is really cool. So yeah, so let's go. Yeah, through. you just have let's... to read lives first, I think. But yeah, let's yeah. just go through it. Yeah, so let's talk about lives. Um, so lives involves uh, Xavier going to Wolverine, Xavier and and Jean Grey going to Wolverine, and be like, "Yo, bud, we need your help. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna time travel your consciousness into the, your past selves so that you can." fight Omega Red who's doing the same thing and trying to kill Xavier and all of Xavier's ancestors. Um so basically sure. that yeah, so he's doing a, he's doing a terminator <laughs> where he's going back in time to kill Sarah Connor. But only uh, his brain. Sorry, I can't I can't yeah, get yeah, he's, like, he's doing brain. he's doing a the movie version of Days of Future Past. Yeah, yes. so they're like Xavier, we have a plan. They pull out the DVD copy of Days of Future Past. And like, <laughs> okay. And then I don't know where I got this. Kate but walks I need in and you. goes, Do you guys need me? They were like, No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yeah, the part that the, the, we've just we've got Gene, yeah. which makes somehow less sense. Um, I think, yeah, I think no, I've, it makes we, way more sense. A person whose power is tele, uh, walking through walls versus a like a mega level telepath that was yeah. a space god. Makes, yeah, that makes way more okay, sense okay, to okay, send your okay, consciousness fine, backward, fair, but also fair. just sending your consciousness backward in time, like. Sure, magic, and that's uh, that's how I've been yeah. able to read this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just kind of have to get a step over that logical hurdle, and then, and then we're everything good. else. And we're fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because it's still <laughs> it's a guy with knives for hands who's who heals. Like Believable. it's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Omega Red travels back through time by being stabbed by a sword that was created from Xavier's helmet. So yeah, I mean, his is fucking dumber somehow. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like it's and, it's fine. It's fine. But the ways in which they travel back in time is is hilarious because Wolverine can travel back into when he was alive at that it's time. It's only versions of himself, yes. right? It's qua- yeah. he's quantum leaping into himself. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's quantum yes. leap rules. Omega yeah, Red is Thank quantum you, leaping into 
just whoever the fuck is in the room. So, so he's just doing regular quantum leap. He's doing regular quantum leap. <laughs> he's doing a regular quantum leap. Wolverine's just leap. doing Logan quantum leap. Got it. That actually makes it way that more sense. That makes it way more sense. It's, yeah. it's, a well, qua- it's a quantum leap with a Terminator spin. Um, <laughs> oh, the only thing I that doesn't that. make sense about that quantum leap is that when Omega Red like quantum leaps into somebody else he's still able to have the tentacles and it's just made out of like i don't know random bones in the person's body (laughs) yeah he has like like, yeah his tentacles are like spines yeah they get some cool designs for them uh it is true no it's it's fucking rad i don't need to understand it to know that it's fucking rad yeah has more like (laughs) he's got bone claws in most of these he has bone claws you know Omega Red could have bone tentacles, and that's, then he just a, gives his bone tentacles to whoever. Yeah, that's the part that I'm saying. Please stop saying bone tentacle. <laughs> so, so the first time that, like, like when they're when they quantum leap back, it's into like when Xavier oh is being born, and like <laughs> Omega Red jumps into like the midwife, and. It, and yeah, I guess just uses her spine to give her bone tentacles. It's like, sure, man, whatever. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I love it. But also, in this first issue of Lives Number One, I want to point out that... So in order to, to kind of the impetus for all of this is we find out later on that uh, Omega Red now knows that Beast, in, like, in during X-Force, Beast was like, yo, instead of like healing this dude and making him, you know, not a vampire anymore, Let's take his carbidadium synthesizer and put a tracking device in it and put like a put a fucking body cam in this motherfucker. And now he's our little spy and he doesn't even need to know that he died. So that's what they do. Um, they don't know. Dude. He doesn't know that he was ever resurrected and he doesn't like they put his consciousness back into him in a, in a way that he's just like, oh, that was a weird nap. And he um, is uh, not happy. Yeah. So in this, in this first <laughs> issue, we see him breaking into the hatchery on Krakoa to figure out if what uh, Mikhail told him was true. Mikhail Rasputin being, the, like, the main villain. And so, like, he just, like, waltzes in, bitch slaps gold balls, and then uses <laughs> gold balls to, like, g- get into the hatchery to, like, read the files. And it's like, God. yo, if this whole thing was to destroy Krakoa, you could have just killed gold balls right then. Yeah. <laughs> gold like, balls is would- the most important mutant. <laughs> yeah, none. dude. He makes the eggs. Like what? <laughs> yeah, that's a good um, point. Well, he wanted. Make- they might have backup gold balls. He you wanted to know. know. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, you should have a backup of all five of the five, right? Like, my just my theory is that they have cool. a backup. Well, Sinister of the, does for sure. That's what, yeah, that's the thing. Sinister has a backup of the five. So if oh, any of them shit. go down, then Sinister's gonna Absolutely. blackmail the Quiet Council and mm-hmm. be like, "I've got." plan yeah <laughs> but he just wants to i've got a gold balls over. that makes gold balls yeah <laughs> <laughs> with his oh bone tentacle <laughs> just keeps um, popping him out yeah exactly although his name's egg now we should be calling we shouldn't we shouldn't dead name gold balls um yeah <laughs> no he should have picked a better name though i refuse to I, I refuse to believe that egg is a better name than gold balls though it so. definitely isn't <laughs> no it definitely is they're both bad well his backup name was bone tentacle <laughs> yeah that's his porn name <laughs> don't like it uh. <laughs> all right so then we jump to x lives number two and it's just basically all of them are jumping around in different timelines um in this one we we see that it's the in 19 1900 
and he's just like in the like gold rush like he's just in the like wild frontier in the tundra and uh fighting a fucking bear yeah (laughs) fighting a bear for the amusement of others and then gene gray comes up to him and is like yo bud i need your help and he's just like i'm sorry what well see you later (laughs) yeah um and so he he like takes a uh what is it a um a dog sled up to like yep. this North Pole expedition where Xavier's ancestor is trying to discover the North Pole. Uh, I got. And he's I got like some... not even wearing a shirt. He's that much yeah. of a. Because this is teenage Wolverine too. This is like Wolverine with yeah. extra hormones. <laughs> yeah, that's this dangerous. Issue, this issue was uh, one of the more tough ones to follow because it's three different timelines. Yeah. yeah. So then it see. then it jumps to. Um, you know, a while ago in Japan when he's married to Itsu and uh, who is the mother of Dakin. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, imperative to keep her alive. Talk, talk about a bone tentacle. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> um, and then it jumps to um, they're in the jungles of Colombia and uh, Weapon X, like task force, like CIA black ops bullshit with um, Wolverine, Sabretooth and six pack. Is that what they're called? Uh, they have like three different names. Okay, six packs but, uh, pretty good. But Ma- yeah, Maverick, <laughs> Sabretooth, good. and Wolverine are on some Black Ops mission to do some fuck shit in the <clears throat> jungles of Ke- uh, Colombia. God only knows what it is. And in the middle of that mission, Wolverine becomes present-day Wolverine, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go get Xavier, who's also in Colombia for some reason right now." And <laughs> Sabretooth <laughs> thinks that he's going AWOL on the mission, so now he has to fight Sabretooth to get to Xavier. Uh, also, this is my favorite action figure of Wolverine ever, the spy Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Fucking cool shit. That it's Black fucking... Ops Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the shoulder pads? Shoulder pads Yeah, with Wolverine the pauldrons. And for some reason, like, I always thought it was funny that a Wolverine action figure would come with a gun. Like, <laughs> you know, sometimes he's gotta use a, a gun. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he's gotta use a gun. It's like, a, it's like the Spider-Man car. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Why the hell does he do that? Well, the car know, is going to hold him back. It's one of New York City? Fluid. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes his, his, claw, his claws can only go from a certain point. So sometimes the enemy is like, you know, farther than that. So you need. Yeah. To, yeah. You know. And yeah, sometimes Spider-Man true. has to go to like Yonkers. <laughs> well, you know? Wolverine isn't really a guy you need for killing someone <laughs> over there. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What, That's what you the, get Maverick it, for. Right. Is it, it's like Green Arrow and in, Injustice is like, why do you have a boxing glove here? It's like, sometimes the guy is really far away and I want to punch him. <laughs> All right. Can't, can't, really can't fuck with, with that, that logic, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then in issue two, that's when we get the uh, Mikhail removes the carbon dadium synthesizer, and he's like, "Oh, they uh, they they got you on some fuck shit, my dude." And then that's how he convinces uh, uh, Omega Red to be a uh, basically a pawn for the Russian government because yeah, to, no, c- to, nobody wants to be that to to Russian quantum leap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then in, in number three, we get it's the same thing. It's uh, the North Pole boat with uh, Japan and Colombia. Uh, this one, fucking Omega Red possesses goddamn Moby Dick. He becomes a white whale and takes out the whole fucking ship, which is like, I didn't know that was part of the rules. You could just possess non-sentient beings? Like, what? Oh, uh, a whale is a sentient what, being. I What's guess that it's sentient. Whale's bone a non-intelligent. Like? <laughs> it's, it's fucking huge is what it looks like. Uh, a whale bone It comes tentacle. out of its blowhole. Talk, <laughs> talk about a bone tentacle, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's like the size of like Wolverine's torso, and he's got to like hack at it with his bone claws. It's <laughs> fucked up. 
Um, and then in the last issue, um, <laughs> uh, Omega Red had possessed Itsu in the Japanese portion. Up. So that's fucking. He's like, well, I can't kill her. God damn it! That's the mother of my child that isn't born yet. That's not good. Um, yeah, but, but in- would killing Dakin really cause more problems for Wolverine or? He well, he loves him now. I guess they had a lot. Of, they have a they have a complex history, but they're they've gotten to a good point where he doesn't want him to retroactively never also, be born. There must have been I that like- the, a brief moment where he was like, you know, this would make things a lot easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> also, I like that we're learning. There's a data page where there's it's a conversation between Gene and Xavier, and because Wolverine is going back and like just messing with the timeline, he's ha- Xavier's having Gene like memory wipe everyone mm-hmm. in a radius of where he is yeah <laughs> it was like, fix that, that's yeah that's good damage control i'm sure that won't cause any problems yeah, yeah i'm this sure there will be white no whale, they wrote a book about that shit way to go gene <laughs> Bob, I that's just, what Moby Dick is about. They <laughs> <laughs> have came across Wolverine. Yeah, yo, just it's, it's, that'd, be, that'd be funny if he gets back to to the current time and then reads Moby Dick, and it's a story about oh, a, a, a killing a giant whale, whale with a bone yeah. tentacle. Yo, oh is Xavier's God. ancestor named Ahab Xavier? Because that'd be fucking hilarious. I didn't. Catch I don't that. know, but that would um, be amazing. Oh my God, I hope so. Um, but yeah, so. So while he's trying to not f- trying to fight and not kill Itsu, um, Romulus fucking showed up. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this motherfucker. Oh, okay, I hate- yeah. Ugh. So Romulus stabs Itsu, and then he starts fighting with Romulus and just like kicks him, kicks his ass bad enough that he's just like, just go away. Just can you just fuck off? Like I can't deal with you two right now. No one needed Romulus. To no come one back. needed. Yeah, no one needed that shit. Um. Yeah, and then, and then we get basically lives is just like giant fight scene. So I'm kind of flipping through this, but it's like, like it's it's all just punching and stabbing, like yeah. the whole fucking thing. Um, but by the end of this, in the Columbia timeline, Wolverine is now possessed by fucking Omega Red. So that's complicated. That that makes things a little more difficult. Yeah, so um, where he can't quantum leap into himself because um, someone already quantum leaped there. Yeah, he's he's busy. He's he's got to quantum leap I into do, a rhino. I do yeah. love how much this is like quantum leap because like he he even has like the the person that only he can see that's going to fill him in on what's yeah. supposed to happen. Like that actually makes true. this makes so much more sense to yeah. me. Like honestly, because <laughs> otherwise I was very confused. Oh, it's so good. More like adamantium leap. I don't know. know (laughs) Adamantium leap. (laughs) Herbendadium leap. (laughs) So then number four starts out with fucking Weapon X, because it it isn't a Wolverine time travel book if we don't spend at least a little bit of time with him in Weapon X, right? So it's my like my him. second favorite Wolverine action figure from the nineties. Oh yeah, of course. Holy shit. Was um, you know almost naked Wolverine. You gotta have an almost naked Wolverine. Yeah, with the, with the silly hat. Yeah. Um, so so he's in the he's on the table in in Weapon X and the the what's his face is like torturing him the regular amount and then what's his face uh, what, the regular uh, amount. Regular. Uh, <laughs> uh, what the hell's his name? Um. Striker? Striker. Yeah. So Striker is torturing his ass, and then Striker gets possessed by Omega Red, and he's like, oh, you thought that shit was torture, huh? All right, I'm going to kill you right now on the table while you're incapacitated and make things a lot easier. But the thing that nobody accounted for was this little issue uh, called Web of Venom number one back in like the beginning of Donny Cates' run, 
when oh man wolverine oh, was yeah. yeah so wolverine was <clears throat> in a, a weapon x program in vietnam when they decided you know it would be cool if we give this stick sticky goop alien to vietnam soldiers as a super soldier serum and turns out that's not a thing you can actually control well, uh it's it's kind of genius that they like set it up because they're like okay so this crazy doctor uh, tried to use symbiotes to make super soldiers, but it failed because they couldn't control the symbiotes. So then they just started injecting people with metal, and that's how we got the Weapon X program. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. And um. Wow. But but like I guess like the symbiote left, but he left like a trace of it. So when so when he tried to uh, kill him. Yeah. When when uh, Omega Red like really turns up the heat. Then the symbiote reactivates, and now he's got a fucking symbiote to fight. <laughs> Just like, what? Okay. <laughs> this is fucking mm. awesome. I love comic books. Comic books are so stupid. Um, I, I, I love then- continuity. I like getting into this, like just the the insanity of of keeping everything in continuity keeping everything yeah. kayfabe and then just playing with it as much as you can it's like yeah, yeah cause cause- someone like ben percy had to be like hey remember that it's going in this book now yeah, <laughs> like, and, yeah. Like, you know we got the little editor's box and i was like i did remember that issue yeah. okay that's cool. that was that's only a, like a, four years ago at this that's point that's a great callback yeah, it's yeah. Fucking that's, great. Like, that's just cool. Like you know, like these writers care about the characters, and they're doing the research to make the stories fit and make sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's no Wolvie Dick, uh, Moby Dick, Wolverine, but you know. <laughs> sure, sure. Wolvie Dick. You almost said Wolvie, Wolvie. Dick. And I did. I'm, I did. That's I did the name almost. of the that's book. That's don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> we almost had a Wolvie Dick uh, by by Ahab <laughs> Xavier, but no, we're stuck oh. with right. We're stuck no, with no, it was no, it wasn't Wolverine Moby Dick. It was no Mega Wolf. It would be Omega Omeg- Dick. Omega Dick. <laughs> I, I that need, definitely is real. I need I, Moby, I need like X Men classic literature that isn't just uh, that Deadpool comic they tried to do where he Dude, goes back and just, murders. It, it's just all classic books, but Wolverines in them somehow. Because, <laughs> it's yeah. just in the background. Of- it's just Wolverine and Sabretooth just fighting in the background, <laughs> causing everything. Yeah, it's just they, Pride they, and Prejudice with like yeah. that shit happening over there. It's just like that's yeah. Hama. Hama did that for like. An arc where it was like that uh, war that was Wolverine that like it flashed back to Wolverine in the war with uh, Puck from Alpha Flight and Samuel mm. Clemens. <laughs> Amazing, great. fucking. Although, yeah. although Wolverine and Sabretooth dressed as aristocrats would be really funny. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot with, of like, good white material wigs there. And- Really they take off their white hair. glove to yeah. start the duel, but then they just I, like stab each other in the take, face. I've yeah, talked about it before, but there's this great comic uh, called "The Further Adventures of Cyclops and Phoenix," where um, Jean Grey and Scott get put back into Victorian London to encounter Nathaniel Essex before he becomes sinister and him be like before he's immortal and him being fascinated with like life after death and like trying to resurrect his dead child so yeah, no, that book rules they've like played with it before but it yeah. would just be funny to be like classic literature but with x-men yeah it like would be a- funny to find out that essex was jack the ripper oh fuck yeah. Yeah. oh fuck that's a book fit. someone right his, here uh, and that all of his victims were actually they actually all had the x gene 
Yeah, someone, somebody, someone get somebody Jerry get Gillen get on the Marvel fucking horn. Somebody get me on the phone. Somebody get me Jordan D. White on the, on, on the <laughs> yeah. horn. Yeah. Stat. I want a job. <laughs> this is this is what the podcast is really for, just pitching. Yeah, just, just pitches. unsolicited <laughs> pitches that yep. legally will never be allowed to be picked up. So, <laughs> And we could just sell them for a dollar. And they're good to go. <laughs> just saying. Oh man, I've seen I've, for a dollar. I've they can't take them because they're technically ours, but you could just sell them for a dollar. Here you go. I don't want. I don't, this is, this I don't want the responsibility of writing this book. Here you go. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna <laughs> so, write it, but now someone else can. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, back to we're at X Lives number four. I'm so glad I took notes because I would yeah, not be able to follow. I'm so this. glad somebody did some <laughs> of the specifically, work on this. And I think we talked about this a little bit almost purposely. It's chaotic. Yeah, yeah, it's all it is over the very place. chaos. And, um, I, and I think there's a lot a lot of stuff here, so and the, it was the hard to do it. The pacing of X-Lives, just, it just feels like an action sequence that goes for fucking five issues straight. Like, it's just yeah, intense. Yeah, for sure. Um, which makes sense, because when you get to the end of this one, uh, yeah. it, it, it kind of feels purposeful. So, um, so he's being tortured uh, in the Weapon X tank and turns into um, uh, the Venom, a symbiote. And then... At one point, he's in World War II, and a kamikaze pilot that's going to bomb Pearl Harbor gets possessed by Omega Red, and then Wolverine, who's just in Canada, takes a Canadian plane and goes to, like, never mind that you would never get to Pearl Harbor uh, in a plane yeah, that that's small. Yeah, like, that's a hell of a, a trek for a one. Yeah, th- this is the origin story of Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, exactly. And, um... Yeah, so like since the the kamikaze pilot is thwarted, he wasn't able to die honorably. So and then that's his dad. That's her dad, right? Yes. Yeah. So like that, his lack of being able to like serve that vengeance is translated onto her, and then she she carries that weight. Um, but yeah. So so in thwarting uh another of Xavier's is it Xavier? Or is it an ancestor? I think it's his dad. Um, because you yeah, know I think it's- time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, an old, an, an uh, not yeah. him. Yeah, Sorry. his dad or his granddad. Or Omega Red. That's couldn't. not Xavier. That's just a random guy in a wheelchair in eighteen hundred. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you just kill everyone in a wheelchair, you dick. <laughs> that was a bigger bigger Red's be B fucking plot. Ableist. That yeah. that was the that was his plan B. Just kill everyone in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's some really cool panels in this one because the way this, the story is being told while all these ha- things are happening simultaneously, there's like a, a couple really cool pages of like World War II splash pages, Columbia splash pages, and Weapon X. Well, the Columbia Weapon fight X- is awesome because it's Omega yeah. Red Wolverine fighting Sabretooth and it's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And Sabretooth's <laughs> like, that's it. I'm going to kill Wolverine. Doing Finally. it this time. Yeah. Like he's yeah. really happy about it. And then there was, there was also that thing where. Like, that's a part of Wolverine's life where he did some of the most monstrous things he's ever done. So, like, yeah. being able to quantum leap back into his own body and, like, not commit war crimes is yeah. kind of a temptation he, even, he has to live with. He's exercising yeah. some demons through this as well. Yeah. Well, he also sure. wants to just, like, fuck off and walk away out of that. And then Gene's yeah. like, no, yeah. you can't change the timeline that much. You have to commit war crimes. <laughs> like, okay. Again. Thanks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You have to do it uh, again. But in the in all of this chaos, in being, like, transported between three different timelines, Wolverine just gets fucking lost. And, like, Xavier and Gene are like, oh, shit, where, where the fuck did he go? Um, so that's not good. You don't want a time-dilated, lost Wolverine in just somebody's <laughs> brain. So, yeah, but I mean, like, that. he's still right there on the slab in front of him. They could just snap him out of it or just 
kill them and mm. make a new one at this point because they're mutants. <laughs> well, right? Omega Red take yeah, but because of that, Omega Red jumps in. Yeah, since since present day Wolverine is lost, Omega Red jumps in his body and then stabs Xavier uh, from the table that he's laying on. Um, yeah. So so he's taken two Wolverines at this point: the one in Columbia and the one in Krakoa. I'm so um, confused. Yeah, it's confusing, uh, but we're we're getting there. Um, so then. Yeah, so then in X Lives, I'm trying to figure out if I could do this without talking about deaths, and I, I still can. So in the, can. the last issue of X Lives, Wolverine returns to his present day body, and he's like, oh, so when I got lost, we swapped for a second, and I was in his body. I know where that motherfucker is. So he leaves to just have a whole book that is just one big, long, knockdown, drag out, actual, in the flesh, face-to-face fight with Omega Red in Russia. Uh, and it's fucking badass. Most of the book is just this, like, massive fucking fight, all drawn by Joshua Kassara, which is fucking incredible. Like, you have to look at it to see it, like, to, to really believe it. It's fucking great. Um, and then he finally defeats him. Mikhail goes, oh, fuck this. I am out of the- I'm out of here. Like, I- <laughs> I am not sticking dude, yeah, around. I know what happens next. He was pretty much just like, you failed, go fuck yourself, Omega Red. It's like, dude, yeah, what yeah, a yeah. dick. Yeah. He kicks him out and says, like, uh, Omega Red's not gonna win, so I'm gonna, uh, make myself scare. So he hauls yeah, ass. Yeah, you, you failed, I'm out. Yeah, and, Basically, uh, yeah. Wolverine takes back the Cerebro Sword, uh, and brings yeah, it to I'm- Sage. <laughs> yeah, he takes it back by getting it put in his neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes it back <laughs> in the most literal way. Um, it's fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, so d- does he actually, like, officially kill Omega Red in, in that yeah, one? Yeah, he slices him in half. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally <laughs> in half. <laughs> I think that will do it. He's, yeah, he, he's real dead. He's real ceases, Yeah, he ceases to be. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so then that brings us to we go back to X deaths of Wolverine. Yeah, Ten deaths I love at the end of this. He's like, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go take a fucking nap. And, and Sage just like, No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, like, you, that you, would be great, but uh, we got a different this, problem. You're, and it's you're you. here. <laughs> yeah, you're here, and also you're here. So we should probably do something about this. We're yeah. gonna need you to to help us out here. Yeah. So so then we get to ten deaths, which is truly just a follow up to Inferno. It, it it takes place like five minutes after Inferno ends, and we talked about um. It's X-Deaths also just one, Terminator Two, which it is absolutely. It's Terminator Two with more steps. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So in the first one, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, Moira immediately hauls ass out. Like like Wolverine is barely in this, like at all. Um. So it's. Until all the Wolverines are in it. Until all the Wolverines are in it. I just mean this first issue. This first issue is just Moira realizing, like, basically they're like, we'll give you a head start. Get your ass out of here. So she... One one thousand, two one thousand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she hops into a portal to Scotland, immediately fucking kills the guy, and then immediately gets to New York, and then immediately goes to Dr. Foster, uh, Jane Foster, who is also Valkyrie. So... Um, cause she feels like she's fucking dying. Um, and spoiler, she is later on. We find out that she's got some kind of fucked up Krakoan cancer, um, which we don't know. How's that if, like, in there? Yeah. We don't mm. know if like they Beast, did it I'm on purpose. You. It's yeah. Also I think it's like blue fur in it. And they're yeah. like, I, who could it be? <laughs> That's yeah. whomst. I mean, that um, could be anybody really. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
This is why he's the guy behind all the the Forge is a tinker, you know? Yeah. Well, my my theory is that either A, it is engineered as a failsafe in in case Moira went rogue, or B, it's just the result of being a human on Krakoa, and, like, Krakoa is not equipped to handle humans, so, like, the the passive radiation just gave her poisoning because she's not a mutant anymore. She's she's not no, anymore. not anymore. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So but like the she, that would have happened she, so fast. Then she just yeah. got. She was never in Krakoa when she didn't have powers. She was. I mean, a, for like she, literally five seconds. Yeah. It, like that would have been so quick. Well, <laughs> but, well that that but would just North mean Star's, that no human can visit Krakoa. North Star's husband yeah. has been living there for. That's oh, yeah, true. That's, that that yeah. break, and also Trial of Magneto. All the Avengers go to Krakoa. Yeah. So that's yep. I could take be it something in the bullet that takes away her fucking powers. Could that would make sense for sure too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, would, so it's probably fuckery. Uh, let's just go ahead and admit that. Because uh, yeah. Beast is involved. Not quantum leap, we'll Alan figure Dulles. it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so as, as she's in New York, um, uh, Mystique catches up and, and just goes after her ass. And so then the only too. thing stopping her from immediately getting like mollywopped by Mystique is that Jane Foster <laughs> turns into Valkyrie and protects her. Um, yeah. And we also get Black Tom trying to figure out why Krakoa has like a a, a tumor. Just laid um, a fucking egg. Yeah, it laid a it laid an ancient <laughs> egg, and that ancient egg, it's like older than Krakoa itself, and it gives birth to a phalanx Wolverine. So that's from fucking the future. Bad. From the future. So that's Krakoa, you okay? You, did you, you eat something? <laughs> yeah, you got a stomach bug. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what's wrong with you, Sean. Maybe you're just gonna take a dump, and it's gonna be a future Wolverine with phalanx all over it. Hey, man. As long as he keeps his healing factor, I, I, guess I hate when, when that happens. Friends. I hate it. <laughs> That'd be nice. Um, I know. At least so, it'd be a reason, right? <laughs> so number two is when it really becomes T two. Um, yeah. Like this one, it goes full. Like like Moira is now on the run. She's getting hair dye. And cutting off her her um, war- warlock arm because she knows that's how um, Mystique is tracking her. So oh, it's just it's it's fucking it's so gross. She's just like takes like a she puts an iron on the and like hops in the bathtub and then solders her like cuts it off and then solders the wound shut. It's just oh, like, oh, and my we fucking we find God. out about her cancer too. It's got the floor on it, which we yeah. know from older. Uh, X-Force issues. They've been fucking with the Flora people. So yes. it was definitely Beast. Yeah, yeah it was Or beast, Forge 100%. or somebody. They, were def- yeah. they definitely did this. Definitely X-Force did this. And yeah, yeah, that's Strike like, 2 yes. against Beast for the Who Done. Yeah. Oh, with Beast the- is yeah. done. <laughs> beast yeah, is... Dude. Send that motherfucker to the Hague. Like, he is done. <laughs> dude, pretty much in Immortal <laughs> X-Men, he's like, hey man, you know, sometimes you just gotta kill a motherfucker. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, we did kind of glaze over the his audition to be on the Quiet Council. It's like, you know you're gonna need a war criminal on the Quiet Council, right? <laughs> yeah. Y'all don't have enough war criminals. You only have one at this point. He's not even. And, he doesn't even Xavier. like. He doesn't even hide it. He just talks yeah. about how awful he is openly now. Yeah, this motherfucker is Henry Kissinger at this point. Like just, <laughs> just orchestrating bombings on goddamn Cambodia without the consent of anyone else. It's like, a shame though, because like he used to be such a great character. Yeah. I feel like there is a comeuppance coming like someone's gonna there just be like enough is be. An- enough with you dude like, well, i know henry kissinger never got any fucking comeuppance so maybe we can get it in this fictional blue furry version maybe yeah <laughs> um but yeah so then we also get wolverine 
like just literally like escaping Krakoa, like Phalanx Wolverine, escaping Krakoa by swimming through the ocean, killing a shark, and then attacking a, a like boating vessel. And just take and just taking their boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit was awesome. <laughs> now. Like it's the, it's yeah. just yeah, give I need me your, your motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, I need your it's clothes somehow, like, and your motorcycle. Somehow more terrifying. I feel like this is yeah. more terrifying. He's than more teeth, like, unhinged you know I mean? than regular Wolverine because, like, he doesn't even flinch when he gets stabbed. And they're like, "Okay, fine, it's yours. We'll just we'll just go in the ocean with the sharks. That's this is less scary than you." Um, yeah. <laughs> and he tries to run for governor. She's uh, <laughs> horrifying. This is she got weird, man. It's crazy. <laughs> so then, after Moira cuts off her arm, um, Mystique finds the just the arm the the decapitated the, the severed arm in the hotel room and it's just like ah fuck and then it gets it which explodes. promptly explodes yes so mystique yeah. is dead um and destiny says told you so um <laughs> so yeah. then we move on to deaths number three um at this point the yeah. wolverines are recruited to hunt the phalanx wolverine oops all wolverines so we- Oops, all Wolverines. <laughs> we get Laura and Dakin are being recruited by Sage, and then as they're talking to them about it, uh, Scout is like, "Yo, we y'all, y'all doing some killing? I want to do some killing. Let's hang out and do some killing. I want to be." Yeah, wanna Scout be tags along, which is fucking yeah, great. I want to be part of it. Um, yeah, it's fucking amazing. So, so we get all three Wolverines trying to track down. Uh, wait, I'm trying to. It's find not exactly issue. hard. Because failing, no, they know exactly where he's going. I like that there's a point too. A path when of destruction. When they're asking Lara and Dakin to go, and they're like, "Well, don't you have Logan?" And they're like, "Well, he's, he's a bit busy. Busy right now." <laughs> yeah, because yeah. um, I think this is happening in tandem with lies. Yeah. Right? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. So yeah, so literal Wolverine is incapacitated. Let's get all the other Wolverines. Yeah, he's doing their powers fucking- combined. A, yeah, he's, a, a he's mega dick. Quantum leaping around. He's quantum yep. leaping around history. He's Scott um, Baculing around. <laughs> yeah. Worst places you can be, man. So, so while in a previous issue, I want to say it was the last issue, while Moira was like running for her life and like dyeing her hair and stealing new clothes and just trying to like blend in, she like runs into like an Apple store. <laughs> essentially it's, uh, it's a company called epiphany and she sees this like hologram of this tech mogul named uh arnab chalk chalkdov chalk chalkladov chalkladov sorry arnab chalkladov and he's basically like an elon musky type tech mogul who's coming up with like brain implants is like the next musky or not bezos he's fucking steve Jobs. Yeah, he he's like Steve yeah. Jobs, but more nefarious, which makes him Elon Musk. Um, so I don't know. Steve Jobs is pretty nefarious. <laughs> See those turtlenecks? Come on, sorry. R.I.P. Anyway, Jeez. so um, Moira is tracking Arnab to his like his big tech reveal, the Epiphany Center. He's doing like some big Coliseum style tech reveal, and CIA is tracking Moira, and so is Phalanx Wolverine. So they're all converging on this one spot. So we find yeah, out and they've that all, through all like these random tech searches, they've all figured out that they're all going to get this dude. Like they've yeah. all figured out that more is going to go get this dude. Yes. So Phalanx CIA just tapped like, in and read all the tech and just like, yeah. oh, look, I figured it all out because I read all of the Internet. I read the Internet. <laughs> um, and yeah, oh, so 
So <laughs> yeah, more, yeah, yeah, when he reads the internet, it like it pops up with like Pokemon and porn, but also this guy, and they, he like, gets to Twitter out. and just throws up. <laughs> He's like, ah, I'm going home, guys. It's not worth <laughs> it anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. Or he walks um, away believing a bunch of really stupid conspiracy theories. Like, uh, did you know they yeah. found giant skeletons? Did you guys hear about these giant skeletons? <laughs> oh my god. So, so the CIA pulls Chocolatov off stage, like right before he goes on to be like, "Yo, a lot of bad people are after you," and he's like, "I don't give a shit," and goes on stage anyway. At which point, everything happens all at once. So we find out later that Moira purposefully tipped off the CIA in -hmm. order to make the CIA clash with the Wolverines because they were all grab him, so she could grab him and 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 escape uh, while they were busy. So she does. She kidnaps him. And the CIA clash with with Phalanx Wolverine, at which point the kid Wolverines all start fighting him. <laughs> so a lot is yep. going on here. Um, More Wolverines and basically, you can shake a stick at. <laughs> yeah, too many. Uh, oops, all Wolverines. Um, yeah, I like it. And and like while they're fighting, they realize that like, oh shit, it is you. And he's like, yeah. I know how you all die. And they're like, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? And then they find out that he's from the future and like all that shit. Um uh so Moira talks to Chocolatov and is basically like the mutants are evil, they're gonna like win, so we have to like tech needs to be the thing that wins. So like I need you to build me a new arm and I need you to build me I need you to build me a new body so that I can have my eleventh life is basically what she, what her end game is. So she's got like a yep. robot uh, Android. No, he just had the arm too, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he had a fucking. She Android fucking attaches body. that shit. Like, yeah, that's bam. what I'm saying. He's not Steve Jobs. He's fucking Elon Musk, who's got a contingency plan for his own death because he has a fucking uh uh stupid body he's laying just, around. I, li- I like he's got, how he's got a robot laying around. You don't go with like the other fictional billionaire, like Lex Luthor. You just go with no. like you know what this dude definitely the real has a one fucking that Ultron. That he's gonna have a fucking lair oh, God, on we're Mars. All, we're, okay. we're off track here, dude. You know Elon Musk is trying. Trying to build an Iron Man suit, right? Like you know 100%. that's happening. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like course. who wouldn't though? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. let's move on. Um, we don't want to but, get distracted. Yeah. So then, the end of this issue is in the far flung future, and it's similar to the future that we saw in Hawksbox, where well, it is the future. Yeah, they're in the preserve. It is that future, but it's or slightly a, different one of this them. time. It's one of them. It's one of the future. It's one of, so, yeah, it's so they're one in the preserve yeah. in which, like, the phalanx have taken over humanity. Everyone is dead except Moira and Wolverine, and they're being kept as, like, um, pets, a museum. basically. Yeah, and yeah, pets, a museum. Zoo, yeah. Um, so, but in this future, Moira is phalanx, and Wolverine yep. is a Wolverine. So sh- in this future, she kills him as, like, a betrayal, um, like as a opposed fucking... to them mercy killing each other. Uh, in the way fucking that we... Mega Man cannon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She gets a <laughs> yeah, Metroid so she... arm. Yeah, but somehow she, she that dude, but that Wolverine gets phalanxed and somehow is now in present day which gets birthed by cr- find... present day Krakoa. Which we she find out. She bands his ass. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm just saying like that's so we know like that's how we're at. Then, then yeah. we go to four. So in number four, <laughs> we find out that Forge previously, like before any of this shit happened, he's just like, hey, Wolverine, you might find a time when you're fucked and you got to go back in time to Krakoa. Here's a Krakoa seed that I'm going to put in your fucking eyeball. And if you ever need it, it'll it'll bring you back here. So this that's is like right before. Crazy. 
This is like, this is right before like all the Sentinels like converge on Krakoa and kill everyone. He's like, um, you couldn't so put it in my pocket? Just like up his butt or something? Why is it got to go in his eye? He literally uh, thumbed his eyeball out. Like he like, he, he gouges his eyeball out with his thumb. Is just like, keep this safe, keep it secret and come back and figure out how to stop this. Yeah. And that's um, where we come, come in in four. Yeah, so that's four. It's him, it's um, him doing that as the beginning yeah, of that. Yeah, because as she killed him, he becomes Phalanx and he uses the seed, so he gets reborn in present. Yeah, it like, co- it like cocoons him up, and I get fucking time warps him back in time. Like, that's yep. fucking wild. Yeah. I'm like, sure, it'll save him and bring him back, but it, it brought him through space and time. You know, it's just a jump to the left. It's a fucking Krakoan. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I feel like Casey and I just raised Tardis. each other to that joke. <laughs> Fucking Doctor Who'd himself back in time with a seed in his he fucking Doctor eyeball. He Doctor Frankenfurtered himself into yeah. the like, time Like Jesus board. fucking Christ! I think like if we've learned anything shit. through this is that we should just not question methods of time travel. Comic mm-hmm. books. I mean, this is it's a science books. fiction double feature after all, isn't it? That's yeah, fair. exactly. This shit's wild though. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, so then after after Phalanx Wolverine has convinced his children and clones that he is a good guy and uh, out to do the right thing, they go with him to find um, Arnab Chocolatov, and they start basically torturing him for information about where the fuck Moira went. And essentially, he does the same thing to him that he did to the kids, where he's like, look, these are my kids. I watched them all die, and it's Moira's fault. Can you not be a dick about it and tell me where she is? And he's like, Okay, sure, I'll tell you where she is. And he's like, good, thank you for helping me. And by thanking you, I'm going to give you a fucking lobotomy so you forget all of this. <laughs> they were like, they were like, oh, you said you weren't going to kill him. He's like, I didn't. He'll well, live. He says but he'll but live. But his knowledge won't. And that, yeah. that's, like, that's, a, that's a line from Terminator 2, isn't it? Where he shoots the guy in the leg and he's like, you said you weren't going to kill anyone. He's like, he will live. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just Terminator he, 2, man. The fact that he just yeah. gives him a fucking lobotomy and just... Dude, that's so fucked up. Oof. I love that yeah, art like, too. Like, it, you should have just fucking kill him. Just fucking kill him at that point. <laughs> the art like is like a, a picture of his skull and like where like he needs it. to lobotomize. Like, yeah, really yo, cool. he he has the Terminator readout of the the skeleton. <laughs> yes, the heads up display. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, that dude hug. was a really smart guy. Um, yeah, now yeah. he will he's, need he's, someone to help him eat every day. Yeah, well, at least he's got he's the money vegetable. for it, right? Yeah, exactly. He can live in luxury with no uh, cognitive brain even, function. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> honestly, honestly, <laughs> Christ, that, this it just got like really a, sad. Honestly, you know, I say, a lot of, I, I, I say a lot of things about guillotine billionaires, but we, we, maybe we should just them you know that's, that's so much that, worse is that, a, so much is that worse. a humane alternative oh that is no work close truly no work close i don't truly think isn't. this is a i don't think this is a bit that we want to go down no <laughs> we should we should do it also just kill him and we'll move on okay so anyway um speaking of horrific crimes against humanity <laughs> earlier Christ. in a previous issue moira was like hey banshee we've been good friends for a long oh, time God, because we're both scottish i forgot about i need this. your fucking help she fucking by that skins meant, his ass. Gonna, she skins and by help him. I mean I, I need your face. <laughs> yeah, I need I need, I need your face. Leather face you so I can walk dude, through the she gates. She fucking skins goes, his entire dude. body and wears a skin suit to get into Krakoa. What a goddamned monster. So like, that actually leads to something like you only need the skin of a mutant to use a Krakoan gate? Because that's interesting. 
Well, that is didn't, interesting. Didn't those um, weird uh, X Force villains have that had the little guys inside them have yeah. mutant? They DNA. just use dominoes. They use dominoes DNA. So I guess they just need through. some mutant DNA on or around them. I just think that's interesting. Yeah, Krakoa's vetting process might need to be changed. Yeah, he's a little busy. Give him a fucking break. Yeah, he's birthing phalanx wolverines and making sure Sabretooth <laughs> doesn't get out. He's got a billion <laughs> gates to manage all at once. He needs he needs some micromanagers. He yeah, needs but she like goes a, all like, he's what ciphers for. He needs some middle management. She goes all <laughs> Buffalo Bill on the... Uh, yeah, yeah, she dude, fucking wears fucking... her friend's skin to get into Krakoa, so that's fucked do you, up. Do you think she um, pitched that idea to him and he was like, all right, fine, or do you think, no, like... No, I we... think she fucking skinned him. No. Against yeah, his skin. Like, Look, I, need your, I need your skin, you'll be resurrected, whatever, but I need your skin. Oh, like, give me your nah, skin. He... No, nah, she she for sure non consensually skinned him a lot. I need your skin for sure. and your motorcycle and Well she definitely <laughs> killed I would I would hope that she at least killed him first. I fucking hope so. I don't know. Yeah. Um but Come I mean, on, at this just, point, just what's the differences? Skin. Just give me your skin. <laughs> Come on. He just, nah. he just, he just rips just it off. Second. He's like, here and holds the whole thing up. Look, I need your like, skin. You're not even using it right now. <laughs> just let me can I play with your you skin have so already? So much extra. <laughs> Kind. You always get to play with your skin. Can I play with it now? <laughs> well, no skin off my nose. Oh, God. So, at this point... I don't even point, know what's happening anymore. At this Dude. point... Yeah, moving on. At this point, she breaks into Forge's fucking lair and, like, steals get the gun cr- that turned her into uh, a human and Xavier Hologram pulls up, pops up and is like, yo, you know that's not going to work, right? And she's like, you fucking coward. Come fight me in person, you piece of shit. Um, and then she puts on... Also, he's stabbed, too. The hologram yeah. has him stabbed, yeah. which is interesting. That is funny, because it's happening. Wouldn't he just, like, project himself not that? Like, hey, look, it's me, not stabbed. Like, you know, <laughs> look, I'm fine. I'm going Sorry. through some shit right now. Can you Yeah, it just respectful? seems like an odd thing. Whatever, it's stupid. It's just, um, it's, uh, it's slightly, like, blocked off. Like the 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 hologram like does like stops. And they're like, "What's going on?" It's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry about, about it. it. <laughs> um, but then she she hops into Forge's Krakoa mech suit. That's just a that's like a int mech, mech suit. It's just a tree. Yeah, um, it's like a, but it's got wings and shit. Like this it's is fucking badass. Fucking rules. Um, yeah. Well, she was going to shoot herself to get her powers back, but. Uh, Forge is like you know it doesn't doesn't do the reverse it doesn't, it doesn't undo yeah, yeah. So, but then the thing that like no one I've seen talk about is Forge doesn't have powers anymore yeah, he yeah just she just hit with the gun yeah she shoots him and depowers Forge that's the part like oh. upon rereading this it clicks, that's a solvable like, oh, problem fuck yeah it's a big it's that's a solvable fuck, problem yeah just Forge goes to the fucking crucible and done you get a I new guess Forge. so yeah. You would just um, resurrect them. Yeah, just like every it, other mutant that doesn't have power. It's only such a big deal for Moira because Moira doesn't have a Cerebro backup. Yeah. Right. That's true. And and no one would let well, her she, go through that anyway. Right. Wouldn't, right. Forge is she, easily backed back up. She, yeah. If she had her power, she wouldn't be backed up because she would reset the time. She would just reset. <laughs> yeah. She's not so, being resurrected by the five. Yeah. Either. Because she yep. resets the timeline. Um, yeah. Which absolutely. is fucking wild. So, yeah, so Forge so, just goes to the front of the line, but still, Forge gets to feel what it's like to lose his powers, which... Which is, yeah, that's definitely gotta be something... He's probably thinking in that moment, geez, I wish I hadn't made that fucking gun. Like, yeah. probably. <laughs> it's but again, almost I feel like, like this came back to bite me in the ass in a really <laughs> serious way. 
I still feel like there's a level of arrogance, almost like the only person that's experienced stuff until now really was Wolverine of like, they kind of can do whatever the fuck they want because they know oh, yeah. they have a they have a fail safe. Well, and the only person that's ever really is... been close to that is Wolverine. Yeah. And for like all of X-Men history. Forge is very um, complicit in Beast's war crimes, so maybe this yeah. gives him a, a a double take on his on his shit oh, and wait. be like, "Am, am I the baddie? Yeah. <laughs> but but then, then maybe, maybe, maybe he'll this... be the one who holds Beast accountable. Yeah, or, or at maybe. least or at least says to Beast like, "Hey, you don't have you don't get to use any of my cool toys anymore." Because well, I mean, yeah, that was them off or something. I mean, Moira had that going through the whole thing because she felt like she was the savior of the mutant race the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Moira, Phalanx um, Wolverine, Phalanx <laughs> yeah, Wolverine stabs the shit out of her. Um, and Makes from, very quick work of her. Yeah, he just stabs her and she's dead. That's the end of that. But then, as he's like, Wolverine, this whole time has been like the the healing uh healing factor is the only thing keeping back the Phalanx from completely taking over. Yeah. But he's taken enough damage now that he's just like, I can't. Uh, 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 no, more hits phalanx. him with the. Maura hits phalanx. him with the gun. Before she dies, she hits him with the gun and he loses his powers. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so then no. he becomes more that's phalanx why. than Wolverine. So he he fully gets taken over by the phalanx. And it's wild, too, because at one point it's basically just his skeleton with phalanx wrapped around it. Like, yeah, yeah, it looks really cool, actually. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> rad. Yeah, that's like the last panel of, of number four, which brings yeah. us to number five. Dude, I'm um, loving the them bringing back this sequence from Pox Pox in different over forms. Over and over again. Yeah. And this one's just, fuck you, Charles. I fucking yeah. loved it. It's just her gut stab being like, I hope you fucking die yeah. you fucking piece of shit um why are yeah, you so obsessed ten- with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> we see all 10 lives all 10 deaths there's there's the name and yeah the 10 deaths and now of, this of, is of, where we the two issues combine yeah the so end now of this lives. is where yeah all the yeah uh now this is where quantum is- leap meets terminator 2 Ter- t2 exactly, yep. exactly. so uh, faces his greatest you know, villain himself <laughs> As always. In a way, way less dumb version than the movie Logan did it. Hell yeah. Yes. For real. Um Yeah, so so at this point, uh time dilated quantum left Wolverine is back in his time present <laughs> body <laughs> and is told, <laughs> Hey, go fight the Omega fucking phalanx version of yourself. That your um, whole family is also trying to fight and getting their asses handed to Yeah, them. they are really getting their asses handed to him. Um yeah, so so they basically all try and fail, and then he tells them like, "Yo, step back! I got this. I've seen you guys get hurt enough." Um, so he just just they rip each other to shreds, and yeah, it is just a it's, he's just a skeleton. He's just he's just Terminator. Yeah, he, um, he's just failing on top two. of adamantium, which is <laughs> yeah. crazy. Um, and this whole time, Sage has been uh ha- re re hacking the reprogramming the reprogramming the cerebro sword so now it's full of nanites that counter program the engineering of his skeleton she hopes to stop the phalanx by stopping its vehicle so the thing that started all the the time shredding trouble will end it so that's yeah, her I plan guess basically fuck up the skeleton so the phalanx has nothing to latch onto, and it'll yeah. it'll win and, and and it does, and basically Krakoa just like just like swallows it up after like the the skeleton dies. Uh, yep. So it's fucking cool, but also like that's gonna give you indigestion. That's yeah. not good. You well, need he a already spit it up. 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> or or it's eventually yeah. going to get to wherever uh, Sabretooth Saber is. is. <laughs> Which it, it is funny that you mentioned that because it does the, pop up. Yeah, the big the big uh, let's all celebrate at the um, the tiki bar is like everyone's being like we did it and wolverine's like don't you fucking say that we did not do it there's obviously something worse around the corner and then we get a panel of yeah. saber tooth in the pit yeah yeah, yeah. i uh, um, i couldn't help thinking this whole issue like the 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 tension of phalanx wolverine is that his like he wants to get into Xavier's cradle and phalanx it so all of Krakoa becomes phalanxed Yes. Uh, yeah, but yep. that is I could help thinking that the whole time that this whole book is solved with Magneto just going nope <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically just just, just but taking he already phalanx. fucked off <clears throat> he's he the phalanx oh right because he still has the adamantium skeleton yeah, yeah just, just but also, but he already, the sun. I guess in theory he already left for Araco at this point yeah he's on Wait. Mars he's off world because that's where he goes for an immortal. I mean, so honestly, I he could just walk through a portal and be back right. on Krakoa in two fucking I, seconds. I, I guess, just, but like, I, all it was yeah. in my brain was that this metal skeleton, is his big plan is to <laughs> walk to a place, and Magneto would just be like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Magneto I guess no one thought is, to call him. He's on vacation <laughs> on Mars, and he, he turned off well, notifications. Well, you how, can't I get him. I guess in theory, right? If he's wearing his helmet, Charles can't hit him telepathically. So you yeah. have to go get him. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and he I guess tur- all he turns Slack off. off on his phone. That, so yeah, like, that, yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah, it turned it, off it notifications. Would, this is like the one time in, in X-Men where like it would actually be more difficult to go get Magneto. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so so that's, the, you know, they're all celebrating the bar. Beast is talking about how Wolverine is Sometimes like, you gotta kill a motherfucker. <laughs> sometimes you gotta kill a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, Stabbing shit is what saves the world is his his big quote, and it's like, uh, that's not the takeaway I want you to have from this, my dude. It's also <laughs> fucked up that he's like, yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta kill people, and sometimes I make Wolverine do it all the time. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're not even like, you're just making this dude do it. You fucking yeah. dick. You fucking like, coward. maybe give this dude a break. Like, he yeah. needs a break. Like, clearly, my man's tired of killing everybody himself included just give him a couple days off you know i i want to see like a three issue miniseries of the wolverine family on a vacation like they're they're all sharing a beach house yeah Yeah, they're baseball baseball. issue i would watch that yeah. I also like in this like one. Does, does he say something like where it's like i'm gonna go drink all the whiskey that's yeah, like how it he's like ends. every last drop <laughs> Yeah, because like uh, he's had a hell of a fucking couple days. He's had a, he's had a hell of a lifetime in the course of a day. He's uh, gonna yeah, drink like all the, the Labatt blue that's on uh, Krakoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the epilogue to this issue is that um, Moira is not dead, and her it fucking, worked. Her robot body is online, and that's her eleventh life. So now she's a yeah, Mega Man. We, she's a Mega Man, dude. That's. So she's gonna be the fucking and thing they that drives. They buried them. her on Krakoa, I believe. Did they? I thought so. Well, that's gotta be awkward for Krakoa. Because there's like there's like a big ass building in the background. I don't oh, know. Oh no, she's they on okay, Krakoa. never mind. Yeah, no, they they, they like, what's the it, Yeah. It's they just like a random grave a, that they Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, like they, they buried the, the skeleton in a random grave to like hide the fact that that's what yeah. she they like, uploaded. They like hit her in a room for like a year 
with a tracking chip to make sure no one knew about her and didn't let any precogs on the island. And now all of a sudden she she dies after you just know dump her body and they're just like all right it's we're probably done. fine just it's dump her probably in a ditch fine. somewhere well they just cares? assume right because like again because she's not a mutant so they assume oh we're good she's dead we're in the clear well yeah, and but they, they live in the marvel the- universe yeah right but they, they did, also they definitely just talked to the guy off. yeah they, they i guess he didn't tell his ass he must <laughs> not have told her told you know told them everything because they would be like oh we probably shouldn't do that <laughs> like you know it's like yeah but, yeah, he he, so he now we got forgot to mention the one little piece at the end there. The whole Mega Man part of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, we know Cyborg Mega Man Moira. <laughs> Mega Man Moira. <laughs> Doctor Moira. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's crazy. This shit was uh, a wild fucking series, man. Yep. Yeah, like like burning through it all at once. Um Definitely a lot of weird packed into a short period of time, but yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I read it weekly. Like uh, we all, I think we all did. Yeah, uh, we co- we covered X deaths. Tried to, yeah. um, I think mostly. So and and then you know I reread it for for today, and I think um yeah I don't want to like try to you know promote the the new episode format uh, but like I think it works better binging it yeah well i, no, think, I think this episode so, yeah. format just works better well, yeah and that's, that's what we've we've talked about that a couple times where it's like better that way exactly some arcs work better that mm-hmm. way and that's what we're gonna focus on for these top story yeah. segments uh or like, whole story arcs that are that are more there, fulfilling all at once there is just a lot going yeah. on yeah so yeah and I, and I feel like it's hard to make individual issues feel really really full without like you really wanting more or like connecting yeah. all the pieces like yeah. it's very clear that a, this story was written as a whole and then they and, broke and it like, up in the issues i don't think we talked about x lives at all because it's all just fight sequences which are really fucking cool and they they add to the overall story yeah but well, like each a lot until of you have the whole story it's hard a to lot talk of the about. story yeah. was uh doesn't click until later on yeah, yeah, like three or four, and then it's like, oh, okay, yeah. cool, got it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, so yeah. I really liked this story um, in uh, like juxtaposition with uh, House and Powers because yeah. House and Powers are all about you know the the mutants throughout time. They're uh, you know you get the future timeline and powers of no matter like. Uh, you know, them constantly, this fight between technology and um, mutants, how it's, you know, ever-present and it will always be there. And in Deaths and Lives, you get um, kind of that same thing, but just solely Wolverine. And if there is a heart of the X-Men and a thorough line throughout mutant history, it is Wolverine. And yeah. it is such a great way to showcase um, him. And... I I really liked. I mean, I I love Wolverine as a character. He's not like one of my favorites, but I have you know I I really appreciate him. And there's so much you can do with that character. And I felt like this was a great way to uh, incorporate him in like mutant history altogether. Yeah, I just need an arc where he can just snuggle up at the end of Jean Grey and Scott's bed. Like, yeah. I feel like he's earned it. He needs, like, he a, just, he needs a win. Yeah. yeah, he just needs to hang out, and just fucking chill, like. It just 
man, he's just getting, it's been rough. It's been a rough go. <laughs> yep. Especially this, like, you know, he had to relive all of his greatest hits, for lack of a better term, of torture and torment. AKA past trauma. Yeah. <laughs> and then come back and then literally kill himself. Like, it's fu- it, like, just, he, dude and, needs and a break. It sucks too because, like, he, he as a character was finally starting to become at peace with all that. Exactly, and they really mm-hmm. threw him. Fucking Charles called him up. It's like every I, he should just stop answering that dude's calls. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's just Char- got yeah, dragged through a fucking cactus hey, field of past trauma. Like, <laughs> yeah, every time that dude calls Wolverine, it's never good for him ever. <laughs> like, like just not because, like B said, they use him as number. a fucking murder tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> lose my number, delete me from Cerebro, get the fuck out of my life. Also, tell <laughs> Hank to go fuck himself. Yeah. yeah, for real. Dude, the fact that he hasn't told Hank to go fuck yeah. himself at this point, it's crazy. So that's it. Uh, that's 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 the new and improved Tales from the Shore Fox, everybody. Yeah, we hope you all enjoy it. it. Let us know. Come to the Discord and let us know. Um, yeah. Add us on Twitter, you know, whatever. Yeah, hit us yeah, up on, on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, at last week's comics. Well, yeah, well, uh, hang out with us on the Discord. I'll, I'll throw a link to that in the description. Um, yeah, I think we're trying to do another big Marvel event that's wrapping up soon next week. Pretty excited about it. Hell yeah. Tight, tight. Um, speaking of which, y'all want to talk about uh, the comics that come out next week? Yeah, I uh, already talked about it. Fucking Devil's Reign. Fucking Devil's Super Reign. Super pumped. Fucking pumped um, for that X-Men shit. X-Men Red, if you didn't get enough X-Men in this episode. Is it because they're on Mars now? Yep. Mm-hmm. No, it's, a, it's the Mars book. Well, at least they're yeah, not in yeah. the bottom of the ocean again. Like last time yeah, we yeah, got X Men Red. Was that the last thing? Was that X Men Red last time when they were under the sea? That was with C Rebo. Oh Rebo. yeah, S E A Rebo. Fuck yep. off. Under the <laughs> sea. <laughs> yeah. Multiple X Force books looks like. Uh, Batman. Yeah, there's an annual and a regular issue. Um, Batman and Moon Knight. Another Little Monsters. That's fun. Marauders is back. Lots of X Men. Yes. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, the new the number one for Marauders, right? Yep. Yeah, the new team. Speaking of which, should we do that? Should we do legacy numbering since it's a new version of the show? Should we come back with with episode number one, and then when we get to episode one, what would have been one fifty, go back to the old numbering? Fuck you! God, I hate you so much. (laughs) I think we should do it. I I love it. I you do whatever you want. (laughs) I'm so for that. (laughs) RJ's like we're two and two. Adam, you're the you posted, so right, you get I'll to decide. D- d- yeah, d- the listeners already know. Um, yeah. So <laughs> again, tell yeah, tell I guess, us. I guess I'll find out when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Again, tell us how we're doing on the Discord. Uh, again, you'll get you'll get that stuff. Um, yeah, and, come, and come give talk us some us. Um, give us some examples of big story arcs from recent past that you'd like us to talk about. Yeah, um, like might uh, already be on our docket, but yeah. Yeah, so so that's a that's a direct way for you to get us to talk about what you want is if there's a yeah. big a big thing that that you like that maybe we hit a couple of times or didn't talk about at all, be like, yo guys, you gotta you gotta do this thing when it's when it comes out in trade and we'll You know you know that's how we're gonna do spawn, right? It's gonna oh, God, please don't make us talk about spawn. <laughs> I mean we just won't. So Yeah, I mean we have the power not to. Um Yeah. If you want to talk about Spawn on your podcast, then by all means. <laughs> We're just... 
We have no spawn listeners. <laughs> All right. So on that note, uh, for for myself or everybody else here, this is Tales from the Short Box. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>